This month, we're examining the Seattle Police Department and the communities they serve. And that relationship with people in the Central District and Rainier Beach has been complicated. KUOW's Gustavo Segrero reports that people there have taken positive steps to improve their neighborhoods with or without the involvement of police. All right, friends, if I'm not going up, I'm going. If I'm not going left, I'm going. Apollonia Washington, or Ms. Apple, runs A for Apple Learning Center alongside her mom. It's a space meant for pre-kindergarten kids in the southern nexus of the Central District. Across the street, there's also a bus station where many kids hop on to get to school. In the parking lot behind that, a police van is parked. It's a welcome sight for her. A few months ago, a bullet intended for a man walking by the school broke their glass windows. No one was hurt. While the learning center is going on, 7 to 5.30 p.m., Monday through Friday, I've been seeing them out there. It's a really it's a really great feeling um, that we're finally getting them to listen to us. This is a change for Ms. Apple. Since the shooting, neighbors have shared the sentiment that the city and the police have largely ignored public safety in the historically black neighborhood until recently. At the same time, police run in with black Seattleites at a higher proportion than with the population. In these interactions, police are also more forceful with black Seattle than with any other community. Ms. Apple says she hasn't had negative encounters with the police and wants to see them engage with the community, but knows there's tension. A lot of people in the community, they've had trauma with dealing with police. Um, People would like to see police officers continue to show up at the various organizations and various events within the community in a positive way. Show your face, get to know the community. She has a young son who from time to time points out different officers that he's met as they're doing their errands. To her, that's a good sign. Yes, this house I grew up, so it used to be my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. A few yeah, miles south of Rainier Beach, E.G. Peoples runs and rents out mobile barbershops. He's been giving out fades, tapers, and etching up hairlines, starting out in his family's carport at the age of 16. He has two or three gray hairs in his beard now. Over the years, he's seen a lot of boys grow to become young men. There's photos on his social media where he's cutting kids' hair at back-to-school events, where he's sometimes running into officers. Oh, there's a lot of officers there. Um, I've, I've actually met some cool officers, man. That, you know, they actually, on their off-duty times, they're, they're doing stuff in the community with the kids. You know, for me, that's a good thing. You know, I like to see people helping people, period. So, I would say it's okay. I mean, it could always be better. He's noticed how his neighborhood's changed in ways as well. Home prices going up, new neighbors. That doesn't necessarily mean everything has changed for the better. As these neighborhoods gentrify, many residents of the historically black neighborhood have been pushed out, some becoming homeless. E.G. does other things, a little mechanic work here, renting out barbershop buses there, and gospel music. He's grown up with some of the officers he sees. He talks about doing things with intention and love, something he sees lacks in the police. E.G.'s noticed that police are stepping up their presence in other ways, but that doesn't necessarily mean a safer neighborhood. He thinks there's also a great need for police accountability. You know, I think, I think we're all just frustrated. And I think we're all still trying to figure out a way to get together and, and, and make things happen. And they're just not happening as fast as we want them to. Julian Everett has found a solution for this. Everett attends and hosts a lot of events celebrating the black and brown LGBTQ plus community in Seattle which means having to think about how his community defines safety and how he can provide that for people. 
he will hire out private security before relying on the police. Because we know that at least they will do something. At least they will practice de-escalation. At least they would be present and be aware and they look like us. So there's a sense of understanding. He moved to the Central District from Baltimore around two years ago. He would see from afar what Black Seattle was like. The same Black Seattle that Ms. Apple and E.G. are a byproduct of and wanted to be a part of it. Now that he's here, he's seen parts of it that drew him here have faded away. Regentrification is definitely pushing black and brown people out. And the cost of living within the city has definitely added to that. So in a sense, the police department may feel like I don't even have to do anything. Since 2020, he's seen how more people are learning to understand their rights during an encounter with the police for their own safety. Like others, he's critical of the police, but feels they need to get back in touch with the community they serve, learn their needs, and ultimately earn back their humanity. Everett says while that's happening, it's also important to understand resources like appropriate housing, a good-paying job, and access to mental and physical health care needs to be a part of the conversation when it comes to safer neighborhoods and their relationship with the police. Gustavo Sagredo, KUOW News. Find more on our series at KUOW.org slash police.